I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have as yet discovered. I'm a superhero, Mama. A real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become a hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. Oh my gosh, it's another glorious day here in the Real Brian Studios because, uh, you know, it's still May and I just, I love May. Or wait, the Sanctum? The Shadow Cave? Did we ever figure out a creative name for the studios? I mean, there's been a lot of suggestions, but did we ever settle on anything? As always, we are going to be nerding out because, you know, who doesn't want to have fun? And of course, we're going to unleash our superheroes. Oh, and I believe that CJ Thunder found the cure for cancer. So let's rock it. Welcome back, CJ Thunder. CJ Thunder, what? I thought we discussed. Then I, I ascended a little bit, didn't I? I'm not CJ Thunder anymore. Oh, wait. I thought we came up with a better name for myself. What there was that. There was mm. a better name, wasn't? <gasps> wait, I remember. Okay, okay. Are you kneeling? I am. Because as cool as CJ Thunder is, there's something better. So I want to dub thee Lord Thunder. Rise, Lord Thunder. This is your song. Yeah, this is like the only way to do an intro. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) You've been thunderstruck. Lord Um, Thunder, I like that. Thank you. I really like that a lot. (laughs) I think it's a good name. It makes sense, doesn't it? It, it, you know, it makes me feel uh, majestic. I feel like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was just thinking of another word to uh, add to our new words to bring back, you know, is righteous. You remember that one? Righteous. Yes. Yeah. People used to say it all the time. Righteous. Righteous. So I, I still like glorious though. Glorious, righteous. And as you put it, majestic, majestic. I like that. So uh, let's keep that one. When somebody's like, wow, man, that's majestic, man. <laughs> Sounds kind of surfery. That's what you say when you're stoned. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there <laughs> you go. So righteous is for the surfers. Glorious is for you know all of us, and majestic is for the stone. You know when you're stoned. Oh yeah, man. I've been having like some CBD oil. Man, this is like righteous. Okay. Yeah. T- now I want to put this to a, a, a poll here because I'm curious about this, and I'm not kidding. Actually, this is not a joke. People are saying you know CBD oil is a Federal felony, which I know that marijuana is still federal felony. I know that, right? And locally, it's not, depending on which state you're in. But how is CBD oil a felony? Because isn't that just an extract from hemp, which is non-hallucinogenic, non-drug-inducing, etc.? Yeah, you know, that whole medicine, medical, legal stuff is kind of weird. I mean, Tylenol is perfectly legal, and you could kill yourself with that easy. (laughs) Especially with some Tylenol PM. Yeah, you take a couple of those, you are not waking back up. No. I'm just curious <laughs> because, you know, you can buy hemp seed at your natural grocery store. I'm not kidding. Like hemp seed is, is hemp seed, right? It doesn't cause any effects and all that. But, you know, you got to go do one of those those drug tests. It's going to show up as marijuana, I think. Yeah. But it's just hemp. Mm. But it's not the hallucinogenic side of the plant. So I understand like if you're out there smoking a THC joint kind of thing, you know, that, that, yeah, it's a federal crime if you're not in the legal state or whatever, but if it's just CBD oil, which is from hemp, then how is that illegal? And maybe it is. I don't know. I'm just, that's what I'm asking. I'm trying to understand. Yeah. I don't have a good answer for you, unfortunately. Okay. Well, I I don't know. I would say Uh, we could look it up on Google, but you know, I think I'm going to practice what we used to do before we had Google. When we had questions, we mm. just kept on having questions. Kept having questions. Yep. Nobody can answer us. Well, it's kind of like almonds, right? You could get cyanide poison from those. Are you serious? If you have enough of them, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Okay, so it's like little amounts of cyanide and, and almonds. Wow. But really, though, how many almonds do you actually have to have? It's probably just as much as eating toothpaste and getting fluoride cancer, or dying from fluoride, or something like that. It's it's hard to do. Sure. Right. But you can do it. Well, it's like the state of California that we talked about earlier, you know, and, and you know all about this, you know, the whole thing about, oh, coffee has this like trace element of cancerous causing blah, blah, blah in it. 
well yeah and so yeah. those signs have been around as long as i can remember i mean really? even back oh. yeah they're all over the place i mean back when i was in high school i was seeing those signs so it's it's not new to us we see them all the time interesting maybe yep. it just made its way out you know to the highlanders here in colorado where they're just <laughs> like oh yeah man you you know like california like 20 years ago did this but it's new to us man it took you guys a long time to get that it's like it's light traveling across the galaxy or I, something. I don't know smoke signals probably yeah, yeah, carrier no. pigeons. They couldn't make it this high. You know what? Though? Here's the deal, man. I, just, <laughs> I We don't have to do that here, thankfully. We're not quite that enlightened. This thing is known to cause cancer or something like that. Or it's, yeah, it's some weird stuff. I don't get it. And the thing yeah, is, is, here, okay. So to be fair, I do know that coffee, a crop, like any crop, has a little bit of mycotoxins in them. Right. The worse the crop, the greater the mycotoxins. The better the crop, the less the mycotoxins. Same kind of thing with most fruits and vegetables. You know, right. you have crappy grown fruits and vegetables with lots of pesticides. You're going to probably get some stuff that you don't want, right? Of course. It is what it is. So eat good, you know, or I guess drink good coffee for that matter. And you're probably not even going to have any issues with that. You know what's worse than that? Having kids that go to school and bring all that stuff back home. But I've been sick so many times because... It's easier to get sick from just being out in the public versus being around that stuff, to be honest with you. I mean, yeah, getting sick and getting cancer from coffee, I don't think so. I'm kind of with you on that. Yeah, that's, that's not going to happen. But I can tell you what, I've been sick a lot more from my, my daughter going to daycare and coming back once all kinds of coughs and stuff like that. I wake up the next morning, I'm jacked up. So are these people like just sending their kids to these daycares sick? Yeah, you know, the kid the kid is coughing and they're outside playing with dirt and stuff and it just gets worse and they start coughing on other kids and those kids come home and they're coughing and Ugh. boom, we're all sick. <laughs> it's just the way it works. Ugh. You know, here's here's a really great rule. I really appreciate this. If you're sick or if your kids are sick, you stay home. Yes. It's simple, right? It is simple. Why is it so hard? Because they don't want them home. <laughs> <laughs> just stay home get over it you know and then like it's here's a here's the amazing thing if people stay and i get this it's hard sometimes with how busy everyone is but if you can stay home when you're sick for like a day or two you usually get better pretty quickly and i mean you know right. a cold lasts either two weeks or 14 days you pick right <laughs> it's the same thing it's the same thing. but if you stay home you're going to get over the main really annoying part, the contagious, you know, the contagion stage, which is typically four days, four or five days. You might even be able to push that to even two or three days. If you stay home and you rest, you sleep, you take care of yourself. But if you go out there and you keep pushing it, then everything gets lengthened and it's just the way it works. You know, the the problem with that is you're bringing in common sense. (laughs) (laughs) That's the problem. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean to do that. So So should we not do no, no more common sense. Is that, is that just too much to for most people? Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. Well, that's good to know. So, so <laughs> take common sense off the table and there we we'll go. Keep it off the table. So no more common sense people. All right. We're done with common sense. I actually do have something I want to bring up today for the espresso shot that kind of goes along with the whole common sense thing. This is still new to some people, but you know, IQ, right? The intelligent quotient or intelligence quotient. Well, now they're using EQ, which is the emotional quotient. So for those who have more of, like you said, common sense, the street smarts, that kind of thing, at, at least that's what it's called. It's not to say right. that that's actually what it really is. And so with that all being said, it's interesting to see kind of how they're testing to say, okay, this person is extremely brilliant, but they have no EQ whatsoever. Uh, or they have a lot of EQ, but they may not be as high on the IQ. Beautiful part. We all need each other. That being said, though, I do understand that some people have lesser EQ because their IQ is higher and that's fine. Like I don't blame them for that. My IQ is not as high as some people, but what I find is when I'm starting to see like large groups of people consistently with no EQ at all, (laughs) I'm going, right. Okay. What's going on here? Like, is it because they've never been taught? Is it because they really don't know anywhere? You know, they're not wise yet. I mean, I don't know what it is or, or is it just because they don't care? It's almost as if, it's not that they don't care. They just don't know they don't have any EQ. It's almost like they don't know they don't have it. Ah, so you don't know what you don't know? Exactly. Yeah, true. Well, and so that, I guess you have to fault those who, quote, teach them. Exactly. Whether it be well, teachers or parents or mentors or teachers whatever. Teachers or parents. Yeah. Or it usually starts of. with the parents. Yeah. 
hands off to the teachers and you know how our education is out here in the States. Yeah. Well, you know, I had a friend in high school, you know, mm. her, her parents didn't really unfortunately teach her a lot or show her much. And so, and I felt bad for her because you know, the, the typical thing to do when you're that age is when somebody says, for example, one of the thing was, is let's go have a tailgate before the football game. Mm. And she's like, what's a tailgate? This is a high schooler. Are you serious? Like you don't know what a tailgate is. And I felt like more puzzled. Like are really, and of course, people made fun of her. And I was like, you know, I got to a point where I'm like, you know, it, it's easy to make fun of somebody who doesn't know common things, but that's not nice. Of course, that's that's cruel. Right. She's going to go and say, I think I should look up what the word tailgate means. Like, how would she even know what to look for if she's never been <laughs> shown what it is? Me, right? Yeah. So you're right. There's a uh, there's some things where people just aren't taught things. And so yeah, you just you don't. Know, yeah. You don't know what you don't know. Exactly. Basically. That's yeah. just it. Yeah. You know, we see that a lot, um, especially within my business, IQ, EQ thing, right? We have a lot of people coming with high IQ, but they can't actually get the job done. They have no none of the EQ. Like the yeah. EQ is just not there. Yeah. It's pretty common, I guess. Why? I don't know. But This may be not the most entirely accurate statement, but I see IQ as somebody who has a wealth of knowledge. Right. They they know how to utilize that knowledge in a way that, you know, like, for example, there's this person that I know who literally was a rocket scientist, a literal rocket scientist mm. and extremely brilliant, like too brilliant for her own mouth, if that makes sense. Her brain, like her <laughs> mouth cannot come up with her brain. Wealth of knowledge, literally built rockets. But I also take like I look at EQ as more wisdom. Right. And I'm not saying application. So like IQ person can take a wealth of knowledge and apply it to building a rocket, for example. Right. But to me, I see EQ as much more wisdom and understanding how things work and understanding, you know, like even how to communicate with people. Right. You know, I don't see communication as a very huge thing anymore. I don't know. I agree with you. That might be yeah. a little simplified, but I just think that there's something to be said about that. And I think we no, should I all agree. be seeking wisdom somehow. You should be. <laughs> I'm serious. We should be. Well, should how, be. Wait, wait, hold on. Should versus could. That's not okay. We should. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know we uh, should, but guess what? Lord Thunder, we could seek wisdom. Could you seek a little bit of wisdom? See, if I said that to someone, will like, you, will you seek wisdom, please? <laughs> <laughs> For me, uh, I, it, it just sounds so foul. Anyway, anyway, I, I would say it like, it just sounds like I'm calling them out. That was actually something I wanted to do when I was younger. I was like, I want to, I want to seek wisdom. I want to understand things, you know? Right. And it has helped. It's actually made life a little easier. It's made interactions with people easier. It's not easy, but it's cool. It's fun. So I got to, I didn't have to, I got to. Definitely. Yeah. I I see that. I mean, but then again, you're, you're, you, you're just awesome like that. (laughs) I appreciate that. Hey, just being honest. I've been through a lot of crap in life to come to that place where I've said, I need to do this or I want to do this. You know, not always something people want to do, but Man, it's, the, it's the right thing to do, right? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yep. That's what it comes down to. It's the right thing to do. Yep. For yourself and for others. And it's nice. It's really great to have you back. So Lord Thunder, the artist formerly known as CJ Thunder, man, it's been on what were you on in December? Was it last or? or? No, it was, I think it was before December. It's, has it really been that long? It's been long. I mean, oh my gosh, it's been really long. Yeah, I think you've had probably fifty episodes or something before. That is a crime. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I know. that's not right, yeah. man. You know, and you know, me, I've never been a podcaster at all. I never put my voice out there, so it's always still kind of new for me. But it's fun to have you on, and it's fun to hang out with you. It feels good. I feel com- more comfortable now. I mean, it's. I feel like I'm talking to a buddy. Well, that's the way it should be. Yeah, feels good. That's the fun times. So, what's been up in your life? The usual, just working, taking care of the family. My daughters are getting big really fast, <laughs> so they're keeping me busy. Uh, we're getting ready for vacation, too. We're going to be out to Japan Ooh. on the 31st of this month, and I'll be there for a month, and they'll be there for three months. So That's awesome. Looking forward to taking the time off. Uh, it's going to be great. We have a lot of things planned. I'm excited. I can't wait. I still want to commission you to help me acquire an authentic katana, like folded. I can get you one. I know. I just need to know how much I need to start saving because I have a feeling it's going to be a lot of money. I'll send you some prices when I get there and you can tell me <laughs> which one you're comfortable with. <laughs> yeah, this one should cost you, oh, no more than about 250000 Uh Down payment. Oh, that's the down. Okay. Dang it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's not going to happen anytime in the near And you'll have to sharpen it yourself. 
Oh, come on. Oh, that's true. That's true. No, that's all right. I can learn how to do that. Why the real Brian? Do you need to have a sharpened, folded, authentic Japanese katana made by an actual Japanese sword master? Because it's awesome. And CG yeah. Thunder brought it back for, I'm sorry, Lord Thunder brought it back for you. Yeah. Ex- I mean, hello. Exactly. It's going to be amazing. I like martial oh, arts. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And I'm a, I've always been a huge fan of the Highlanders, you know, the more of the show, right. uh, the movies the whole- are fun, but the show was cool. I mean, it was super cheesy, but it was fun. There can only be one or something like that. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I know somebody was like, so uh, how old were you on your birthday? And they were trying to guess. And I'm like, no, 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 guys, 400. Wait, what? No, Brian, what? stop. I'm like, there can be only one. There can only be one. And everyone's like, what? I'm like, oh, geez. I'm going to pretend I didn't hear yeah, that. No idea what I. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that movie was 86. And I mean, there were a bunch of sequels, some that which will not be named. And then there was the, the TV show, I think, ran in the 90s. I was five when that movie came out. Really? That's, that's how long ago that was. Yeah. Crazy. Oh, we were joking around. So a friend of mine was, you know, because we all want to go see Solo, because Solo comes out today. Or probably there was an early showing last night, but that's all right. It comes out today. I'm ready to go see it. I want to go see it. And I was talking to a friend of mine and and his mom and his mom has a bunch of her friends coming out. And so he's kind of helping out, you know, because she's she's older, you know, and he's helping her out trying to get some things, you know, ready for that. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to kind of just be available. And I said, dude, come to the movie. He's like, yeah, I don't know. I'm like, bring your mom and all her friends. He's like, these are a bunch of 80 year old women, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> now, now who's Han Solo. You know, oh, I said, is he one of them millennials? I'm like, no, no, no. This was 1977, you know? <laughs> oh, wow. Well, why isn't Harrison Ford in the movie? Uh, and I just said, just tell him that Harrison Ford had a sex change and he can't do it anymore. I don't know. Just something yeah. like that, you know? <laughs> Isn't isn't Harrison Ford in his seventies now? I mean, he's retired. He's he's yeah, he's up there. Yeah, he can't play a pre hair, you know, Han Solo. That it doesn't work anymore. I'm excited. Are you going? To, you're you're going to go see Solo, right? I've missed the last four Star Wars movies. I think. Wait, what? I have them. I just haven't watched them. Are you serious? Oh, serious. I thought you were like all up on those. No, yeah, I've never been like really heavily into the Star Wars scene. Gotcha. Uh, it, it really just happened for me maybe four years ago. But yeah, I, it, when I see Star Wars, it, it doesn't just it doesn't do anything for me like up front. I'll watch gotcha. it, but okay. it's not anything on my radar. That's Interesting. weird. Enough. No, no, no. It's fine. I, there's a lot of people like that. So it's just everybody's different. Yeah, I, That's what we talk about. Yeah, and I, I do like it. It's just one of those things where it's like I'll watch it when I have time to watch it. Sure. It's kind of going that way for me with the comic book stuff, too. It's like I'll I'll watch it when I have time to watch it. I'm not going to try and get home by seven o'clock so I can watch it live. Well, that I agree with simply because I'm starting to get a little burnt out on it. Even though I love the whole superhero genre, always have, it's still a part of me. It's a part of the show. Like I haven't watched any of the DC shows since November and I'm not really all that excited to go back to them for well, now. That's good. Cause you're not missing anything. <laughs> I know some people <laughs> would disagree with you. Though. I know. Well, I'll, I'll, to be honest though, I loved Avengers, you know, that was, but that was a little different. They did something fun. I tried starting to watch Jessica Jones and I'm like, nah, not right now. You know I mean? I yeah. do want to see it. I'm excited. I loved season one, but just not right now. And even Luke Cage is coming out next month. And I'm like, I, I may even put that off a little bit, even yeah, though I want to um, watch it. Yeah. You know, I, Avengers was good. We liked that movie a lot, but then I, I watched Iron Fist and Defenders and I'm, those two just, they were awful. Hmm. And after that, it's just, you know, I, I think I'm done with the, with this for a while. Yeah. I understand. I haven't gone back. Got to go on cycles. Yeah. I think you and I are very similar in that, that we, we like our variety and I'm the same kind of way. Like with basketball, you know, the basketball season is wrapping up and we're down to the final four teams, not much longer. And then we're down to the actual championships, you know, the, and at that point it's like, okay, cool. You know, the NBA finals and I will watch it and, and I will be done for a while and I don't need to watch basketball until it starts back up in October or November. And I'm fine with that. Yep. But I've had a lot of fun with it, but I'm, I, yeah, I'm a cycle person too. So I like to kind of same with superheroes. I've kind of taken a break from those. Yeah. When you said psycho, I was like, what? Like PSY, CHO? Oh, that's a great idea. Psycho. Yes, that definitely <laughs> does. Uh, well, so like people do say that I have telepathy, you know, like ESPN, that kind of thing. But cycle, I'm a, I'm a psycho person. So yeah, that kind of mm. makes sense. Yeah. Is that like cyclical instead of cyclical? It's cyclical. However you want to call it. <laughs> Yeah, speaking of (laughs) speaking of the whole cycle thing too, I think I'm to the point where I'm just burned out just because 
you know, you, you get invested in these shows and then they don't make the ratings or whatever and they get canceled and all that. And it's, it gets to a point That's where a you point. watch four of your shows get canceled at, at cliffhangers. You've paid money for these shows and they just, you know, they don't get the ratings. So they're going to cancel it. And you're like, well, yeah. I spent money on this and I can't even see the end of it. So case in point was like, you know, the expanse you were telling me, Oh, it got canceled in season three. You know, and it's like, it was dark matter. It was the expanse and it's all these great sci-fi shows that keep getting canceled. Yeah. I think, uh, expense just got picked up by, I think Hulu. is it Hulu or I heard it was Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. So Amazon yeah. picked up yeah. that, but good dark matter is still gone. I'm worried about Krypton because sci-fi seems to cancel everything after three seasons. <laughs> Except Killjoys. Except Killjoys. Yeah. Lucifer got canceled, even though its ratings were higher than Gotham's. I don't understand that either. Well, like I have a- nothing against Gotham, but their ratings were lower. <laughs> so, you know, you invest so much in these shows and you, you get left hanging. Like, we'll never see the end of Dark Matter. You and I will never know, I know. what happens at the end of that show. I know. It's, it, well maybe i don't know somebody may pick that one up there was a big cry out for that one it's been two years though hasn't it no it was just this last year was it last year yeah 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 i i don't know i still have hopes for that one because they did leave us on a major cliffhanger that will never get answered which is not cool but you know like arrested development was the same way you know they had their first couple of seasons and then it was like okay now we have a third one and then it went how many years before they did the fourth season oh yeah and that yep. got picked up by Netflix eventually. And then they remixed, by the way, season four remixed. Cause I couldn't get through season four. They went back and they redid it. And I thought, Oh, that's kind of weird. They put it in order basically. So it wasn't quite so confusing. And they, they did more of that season one through three style that they didn't uh, do in season four, which is why I didn't like season four. And I'm finally, finally going back and I've gotten a couple of episodes in and I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is what I remember of arrested development. And it makes a lot more sense now. So that's nice. But season five comes out next week already. So really? you never know. They might get picked up. I mean, the last season was 2013. So yeah, five know, years later. I'll, um, I'll get happy when I see it. <laughs> no, I know. I know. It's, but it's neat, though, that there are companies like Netflix yeah, and Amazon and Hulu that are coming in and saying, screw the, you know, the networks. We'll, we'll take it on. We recognize right. the success here. Cause you know, yeah. I, I hate to say it. You live or die by the ratings and you're going to die because the ratings are not accurate and they don't represent everybody anymore. Well, and they don't represent uh, recorded shows that I've, I've yeah. found out that it doesn't represent anything that's recorded to a DVR. It's only live showing, yep. which most people can't make. Not anymore. So I don't understand how, how they think those numbers are getting are accurate. Uh, well, does it even represent like if you buy it on iTunes, for example, it, no, it's only live viewings. See, that doesn't even make any sense anymore. What what right. kind of a it's century only, are we in? Right. It makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. That's the whole reason you have DVRs, right? So you can record a show you can't watch live. Yeah. Or you get it, you know, on demand. <laughs> or, or on demand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. So here's the thing. When I was watching Arrow when we were doing Arrow Squad, I watched that show live half of season two out of all of the seasons so far. Mm, otherwise, like- everything was on demand and it was typically through the CW app. So on demand is great. Now that was back, you know, then, and now we, you know, we've done things differently since, but yeah. And even then they don't rate, they don't rate it on the CW app, but I would watch it at 11 PM every Wednesday night when arrow used to air was on Wednesdays because that's when it would show up on the CW app was 11 PM Wednesday nights. And then we record Thursday that doesn't get tracked. And it's better to watch it that way too, because you don't get the compression of a cable service. Yeah. So you get, better quality when you're watching across IP as well. Even with YouTube TV, which I love, by the way, I never hardly watch anything live. The only thing that we watch live will be a basketball game. If we just happen to have nothing else going on that night. Right. Otherwise we DVR everything. Yeah. Well, hopefully see that. And again, this goes back to why Amazon and Hulu and Netflix and all them are a lot more successful is because they're doing things that kind of represent today, not yesterday. And, you know, I think mm-hmm. it, it feels a lot better too when you could just, you know, when they release their shows, you get all the episodes. Yeah, I agree. Back the same th- yeah, I love that. People love the binging. Yes. Let me ask you this. Speaking of binging, 13 reasons why season two is out. Did you ever watch season one? I have not. Okay. So I watched season one, talked about that a while ago. Season two just came out and I have heard very mixed reviews on it and I'm almost actually debating whether or not I even want to watch it. Some people are saying, oh, it was amazing and it was necessary. And I'm like, wait, what, what was necessary? What do you mean by that? 
And then the other reviews were saying that was horrific. It was traumatic. I have nightmares from it. I'm going to need counseling. And like these people aren't just joking around like they're dead serious that this was extremely traumatic to watch. Absolutely unnecessary to actually view. What did they do? I mean, I don't know. I don't want to know, but interesting. I'm concerned now. When I saw season two, I was confused. It it was like, why does this have a season two? It's like having this Titanic part two. It's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that took me a minute. (laughs) Titanic two. I don't understand it, but I, I haven't seen the first one. So maybe that's why. Uh, no, actually, I agree with you. I, I, when they said they were doing a season two, I was like, wait, why? I thought season yeah. one wrapped up pretty completely. Yeah, I, I don't know. 13 reasons. There were 13 episodes, 13 tapes or whatever it was. The ep, you know, the season was over. To me, last season made sense. It was a story. It communicated what it needed to communicate. What I've heard from some of these reviews is that there was just no point to this. It was just another way for them to you know sell more and create more drama. Which, that's what I seen. That's kind of the only thing that it can do, right? I don't know. Yeah, I. I mean, I. It seems to me that that's what's going on, but I don't know. So we'll have to find somebody who's watched it and get some feedback. So yeah, if anybody's watched season two of Thirteen Reasons Why, let us know what your thoughts were. Try not to get too spoilery on that, just in case others, you know, don't want that. I don't know if I want to watch it. I don't think I should. That's how I felt about the first one, but maybe I should watch the first one. So I get. I don't know, man. You think I should skip it? Well, I don't know because you've got two daughters, so I don't know. Yeah, it yeah, might really create some unnecessary stuff. And but then again, like in in some ways, there are educational aspects to it that it's like, you know, people need to know this. People need to know that this stuff does go on. But on the other hand, I think people took it again too far. Like, oh, my gosh, uh, it's it's everywhere. And, you know, oh, well, oh, my gosh, you know, it's whoa, hold on a second here. It's not everywhere. It does happen. Yes. I mean, but I think we've always known that things happen, you know, right. I remember when I was a kid, you're told that, you know, there are burglars and, you know, you don't talk to strangers and it's kind of like, oh yeah, duh, these things happen, right? Free candy yep. on the side of a van. No, don't go there. You know, it's not, don't do that. so yeah. it's like, yes, we know these things happen. Maybe people are trying to be oblivious to it and pretend it doesn't exist. I don't know, but I don't know. That, that's a good question, man. I don't know if I could re- recommend one way or the other for you. I'm going to skip it. <laughs> Go with your gut. That's I'm going to skip it. Yeah, I'm not going to watch it. I have no plans. To- Speaking of gut, I just want to thank you for introducing me to Pizza Rev. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm glad you guys have one out there now. I know. So, you know, I remember when you told us about it, we had a mod. Mod was our first, you know, establishment of that style where you don't know what a mod <laughs> pizza or a pizza rev is and all that. You know, it's it's all confusing now. I'm, I'm, whatever. <laughs> it's this kind of a Qdoba Chipotle subway style where, you know, they make the pizza in front of you. You tell them what you want. We got mod pizza at least a year in advance before Rev came here, loved mod pizza. And I think the thing I liked the most about it is that they have a thing called the mega. So first of all, these, these pizza establishments that we're talking about, they make a thin crust personal pizza. I am not a thin crust person. Never have been, never enjoyed thin crust too crispy for me. So the mega was two of those thin crusts and then they would put, you know, the sauce and the cheese on both of the crusts. And so it made it more soft, which is what I like. And I love that. Right. So I was always excited and everybody was always so nice over at mod. And we just, we knew people, they knew us. It was great. And they used to just be, you know, I'd say like, you know, lots of cheese and extra pepperoni or whatever. Right. And they'd be so nice. And then rev came into town. I'm listening to the, the words of Lord thunder in my mind. Go to rev rev is better. Oh yeah. This is the pizza you're looking for. We went to rev. Uh, we went the opening weekend actually. And I thought, well, it's Okay. Then I thought, okay, hold on. They've been open for two days. Maybe they're still trying to get, you know, to figure out how to make these pizzas. So we went back for the grand opening and it was significantly better. And I thought, okay, good. Yep. They were just trying to figure things out. This is good pizza. The thing that I wasn't as impressed with, with Rev is that their quote, double dough is just thicker. It's like they smash two doughs together and it's just a thicker one dough. Right. And I thought, okay, that's all right. But when you say lots of cheese, it's like, oh man, it's a mountain. It's awesome. And they're like getting creative and trying to make it like the biggest pizza possible. It's amazing. And they're really, really cool over there. So once Rev opened, we noticed that people at Mod started to not be quite so nice anymore. And I was like, what's going on? Why is everybody so cranky and angry all the time? And I remember going in and saying lots of cheese and they put on like light cheese. And I thought, no, I meant lots. And they're like, oh, and they put on like what you would consider normal cheese. And I'm like, could you keep going? And they're just like, okay, you know, we can do it at the end. Not right now. And I'd be like, whoa. (laughs) 
sorry, oh, I'm a customer. Wow. Yeah. And they, they kept wow. doing that. It wasn't just one time and it wasn't just one person. Every time I'd go in, I'd, I'd say lots of cheese, please, or extra pepperoni. And they'd put on six pepperonis. <laughs> I'd be like, no, wow. keep going. And they were just like really begrudging about it. Like, oh, you know, I don't know. Fine. And I started to wonder if maybe they were trying to like save money or something like that, you know, probably. And yeah, so it's probably. like maybe the boss was coming down on them hard and, you know, don't give them extra toppings. And if they ask for it, you know, I don't know, maybe they were getting in trouble for when we asked. So I felt bad. But at the same time, I'm like, this isn't a very inviting place anymore. And actually, the people that we all knew that we loved all quit. Well, then get this rev opens, as I said, the mega, you know, the two crusts at mod yep. pizza. Now it's exactly the same as pizza rev. It's just a thicker crust, one one thicker crust. Oh wow, they did that there. Huh? They totally copied rev, and I went, um, "Well, now you guys literally are no different." This mod still does it differently out here. It's still two two different pieces of dough with uh, sauce on both sides. See, that's amazing, and I loved that. And when they switched that, I was like, "Okay." And yeah, like the last three or four times we've been in, they weren't very nice to us, and you know, they they skimped on toppings, and they were kind of mean and. Again, I think they were just having bad days or maybe they're, I don't know what it was, but it was like, okay, I think we're going to pizza rev now. I love rev. They're so great over there. They know our names. They have roasted garlic there. unlike mod. Well, mod does too here anyway. Oh, okay. We, yeah. Yeah. It's weird. We don't have it out here for some reason. They have roasted garlic cloves at, at mod, which is what I loved. And then literally the next week rev got it. And I thought, well, now there's no difference. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, Rev puts out coupons and stuff and, and it's a it's a friendly environment. So anyway, with all that being said, thank you for inviting me to go check out Rev. And I think I am now a Pizza Rev fan a little bit more than mod now. No, and don't forget uh, Rev Tuesdays. That's the best day to yeah, go there. I know. And I keep forgetting to go on Tuesdays. And it, it's like Cafe Rio. If you have a Cafe Rio Tuesdays, right. you know, Taco Tuesdays. Oh, yeah. So Tuesdays is the day to go to Rev. All right. Isn't it like six ninety nine for a pizza those days? I think it's eight ninety nine. Oh, maybe in California. Yeah, I think it's eight ninety nine here. You guys get ripped off, man. Of course. Move to Cal. Move to Colorado, man. Well, <sighs> come on. How high is it out there? Because I've been to Colorado Springs a few times, and that altitude was miserable. You get used to it. Don't worry. We're about five thousand yeah. feet. Five thousand feet. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Colorado Springs is about seven. Depending yeah, on it, where you're at. Oh man, that was bad. It's a good week to get over the initial like holy crap. After that, you know, you've got some on and off days for a little while and then you just adjust to it and you're fine. Every time I go there too, it's that weather. So it's always snowing and it's like dry, I guess. So everything's shocking you. Depends on where you're at. So like where we're at in the northern part, it's right. like I said, it's five thousand, a little lower. We're, we have a lot right. of lakes around here, so it's more humid. Still dry right. in the winter. But dude, I mean, like right now, as as we're recording, it was like 70 something degrees and it was perfectly blue sky, sunny. And now the clouds are rolling in. It might get a little bit of rain to refresh the air and it's all green. And then it'll be a beautiful night, probably in the 60s. Just a lovely, lovely time. You know, I'll come visit. I think you guys are like a Comcast market, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that doesn't help me. <laughs> Oh, come over and take over because we got broadband now. So we we love California. We wish we could go somewhere else where it's cheaper, but yeah, you know, I, we're, I think we're pretty much confined to the West coast until I retire. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's closer to Japan. You know, it's, uh, it's 12 hours from here and the more East we go, the, the more time we add to our flight. So yeah. And they cram you into like a coach seat. Yeah. You know us, I mean, oh, yeah. we're miserable after two and a half hours in yeah. those small little seats. So. <sighs> We need to find a way to, you know, invoke something, you know, like the, the tall people that I don't know, the tall people, something, you know what I mean? Like the like discriminatory act or something like that. You know what I'm talking about? Well, apparently you can't get that unless you're wide. Then you get the benefit. Hey, I can't choose my height. I can choose my exactly. weight. I can't choose my height. Exactly. That's <laughs> the problem is I can't control how tall I am, but I could, I could control my weight. Yeah. Okay. I think it's time we, yeah. uh, we yeah. get a couple lawyers on board with this and we can make some money. This could be fun. Seriously. Yeah. No, cause you're six, four, I'm six, four. Yeah. Uh, you know how it is. <laughs> oh, I, oh yes, I do. And especially oh, with yeah. a sciatic and other things. It's like, <laughs> but you know what? This is why I fly Southwest is because with priority boarding on Southwest, I can sit in that front row and I don't have to like cram my knees in. Right. right. So, Definitely. you know, it's better. But then again, it's like if I want to fly, one of the main reasons I, I haven't done international in a while is because I don't want to pay 
for first class or something like that. Well, one is I, I really can't pay for it. That's a lot of money. And two is I, I don't want to sit coach. I don't think I could handle it. Yeah. You have to pay extra for the emergency seats now for international, which is yeah. terrible. Yeah. Luckily for us, we're flying A and A this time. We flew yeah. A and A the last time too, but we're getting the bulkhead seats because there's a bassinet for the baby. Oh, nice. And those are nice because I can sit back and stretch my legs all the way out and not touch the row in front of nice. me. It's beautiful. Yeah, we're going to have to figure this out. I, I think we should, you know, seriously invoke the tall person discriminatory act. We should. Yeah, we should. Yeah, yeah we'll, I think we'll, so. Come up with the name for it. Like the, the, just, the tree act. Just came up with it. <laughs> with the tall person discriminatory act. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Make it an acronym. Any lawyers, by the way, listening to the show, um, you want to make some money, contact me. We'll figure this one out. This will be great. We'll win. This will be easy. I mean, if somebody can, you know, make a million dollars for spilling hot coffee on themselves and like, oh my gosh, it was hot. Duh. Duh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about this really quick. Let's talk about the Apple Watch. Yes. Now, I did not want to get an Apple Watch for the longest time because I thought, why do I need one? And then I was dealing with all of these heart, you know, palpitations. And and then I had a, a huge. So another thing too, most people don't know this, but I have a heart condition from when I was, you know, fifth grader. It's called SVT. It's superventricular tachycardia. tachycardia. Yeah. yeah. It's a beautiful, fun thing that usually occurs when I'm playing basketball. Not a big deal. Right. And it hasn't been a big deal. But the first time I had it, it was like 200 and something per minute, you know, beats going crazy and it's really hard so like i typically wear an undershirt and then a t-shirt when i play basketball you could see my shirt like just going you know you could see it moving that's how heavy it was pounding two weeks ago now i want to say it was i played basketball and it was a bad episode worst i've had since fifth grade since the first time went on for like 20 something minutes and, and i was like blacking out somebody actually drove me over to the er thankfully didn't have to go in which was great but it's kind of like okay so you you heard my cardiologist story you heard, you know, all of these heart palpitation issues and now you hear this SVT episode and it's like something's not entirely right. You know, yep. might be stress, might be allergies. These are all very likely scenarios because allergies create inflammation. You know, uh, maybe it's foods that I'm eating. I don't know, but I don't have any answers. Right. So I'm actually kind of excited because one is I've been hearing a lot about functional medicine lately from mm-hmm. people who have said if traditional medicine is failing you and which it is because of all of the money that's going into it and all the, you know, the regulations and the restrictions that they have right now, you know, you might want to look at functional medicine. And I thought, Oh, what's functional medicine. And I've been looking into it and reading about it. And I thought this might be interesting because it's a lot more based on like preventative and lifestyle changes rather than just take a pill or get a surgery kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. granted that's a super generalist term. I know not every doctor does that, but you know, with my cardiologists that I've seen over the years, their typical remedies are here's a, here's a pharmaceutical or consider surgery on your heart. That's pretty much all they tell you. And, and recently I've started asking them, what kind of lifestyle changes can I make to reduce this, to make my heart healthier? And they just kind of look at me with this blank stare. Never give me any information. Really? Okay. Because well, they're not going to make any money off of you. Uh, yeah, I think so. And not to, not to mention, they probably don't know. I, I called the functional medicine, you know, clinic here and I, or I guess center, sorry, it's called a center. And I, yeah. I said, you know, what do you do? And they're telling me all this stuff. And I mean, it's amazing. Actually, if you go look up functional medicine, if you get a chance, there's some very interesting things that I'm, I'm very impressed with. But I said, I know you're not a cardiologist over there, but do you deal with heart? Oh yeah. I mean like the whole part of functional medicine is it's like a holistic approach to your body, not just like one area. And we look at, you know, lifestyle changes and preventative stuff to help get everything healthy and in order. Oh, well, that's what I've been wanting for years. <laughs> okay. Right. So I'm kind of excited that, you know, let's go check these guys out. They do like your first visit. They do a, an extensive blood panel and it's not mm. just like, let's check your cholesterol and all that. Like they're checking your cortisol levels and they're checking other things. And you're like, well, I didn't even know you could check that stuff. Cortisol. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Stress hormones and everything. So it's like crazy. This is going to be exciting. So I'll report back on it after I go. My, my parents actually have the Fitbits and Mm. it's the newer Fitbits and, you know, it does all the heart monitoring and everything like that. It does some other cool things. And I thought maybe I should get some heart monitoring and see, you know, what my heart's actually doing. See if I can capture some of these, these palps or these, you know, arrhythmias and stuff. And then I saw that Apple watch is doing uh, a partnership with Stanford, Stanford medical, they're doing a huge heart study and it's free uh-huh. to join. You get the watch, you sign up for it and they basically monitor your heart and I'm in it. you are. 
I've been in it for 123 days. Dude. Now. All right. I just signed up and I've been in for a couple days now too. And it's like, yeah, they check to see if you're okay. And then if they're not, then they, they actually have doctors call you and they, it's cool. It is cool. It's amazing what your watch would do to you. If you're sitting there and it's noticing something, I would say, Hey, we noticed your heart either. It's gone up for no reason or it's skipping. I think you should call the doctor. It'll let you know that. kind of Interesting. Front. Yeah. It's really, really cool how it works. That's neat. Well, not to mention there's so many amazing like sleep study and sleep monitoring apps, you know, that can come with the watch and the phone and everything that can really help you to, to maximize your sleep. And, you know, there's the one that wakes you up based on how it's detecting your breathing and your movements and stuff so that you're not getting awakened in the middle of a REM sleep, you know, cycle because that, oh, that sucks. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's uh, neat, man. Welcome to that. You know, the good thing about that, too, is if you look at the health app on the iPhone, mm-hmm. You'll notice your your Apple Watch is always depositing information into that health app. Yeah. So it's always putting your heartbeat, your rhythm, it's doing um step counting. It's it's putting everything in there. And then there's all there's a health medical records section in there as well that you can link up your phone to your health provider oh, nice. and they'll download all your health records into the health app. Nice. It's really, really cool. I'm glad you're part of it because it's um it's a life changer. Yeah. I haven't even explored half of even what you just said right there. I, I mean, it's, it's new to me and I wasn't going to spend the money on it cause I thought oh, I could do a Fitbit, but then hearing more and more, it's like Fitbit's very accurate and they're very good. But, um, they were saying that, you know, Apple's health apps and, and some of the other, you know, third party apps and everything are just so extensive and so incredible. And, you know, like you were oh, even yeah. talking about, they just link up so much that it's like, you can really have a complete view of your health. I thought yeah, you get the full story not just a part of it. Yeah. That's neat, man. Well, I'm glad you're a part of it too. Cause that, that makes sense. Then, you know, it'd be fun to kind of, you know, learn from each other on stuff. And, you know, I'm going to add you, I'm going to add you to my activity app. Oh, okay. I got to figure out how to do that still. <laughs> I'll send you the invite. So you'll, you'll see. <laughs> I love this. This is fun, man. We can like cheer each other on. Right. It is. Yeah, exactly. That's the whole thing about it. It, it, it like gamifies health, I guess you could say. Nice. That's fun. Cool. Really fun. Now you're working on your Plex server as well, right? Like we're nerding out on all this technology right now. It's fun. I am. I am working on the server. Um, I need to swap out one of the hard drives on my uh, backup system. It's a. Uh, it's a three terabyte, and it's close to filling. So I'm going to swap it out for another eight terabyte. That's awesome. Yeah, that'll give me about seventeen terabytes usable space, nice. which is good. Yeah, but it's it's working great. I love it. I've gotten rid of all of my CDs and DVDs. I've claimed all that space back. When I want to watch, I just fire it up and watch. There's no going to the DV players or Blu-ray players. All that's gone. It's beautiful. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. I love, and it is nice too. You know, it's like anywhere you go, you can watch it. And we went down and it's like, you know, you, you visit your parents somewhere, you go up, you know, you just, you go somewhere like going to Vegas for a conference, you know, or whatever. And it's like, you can just have all your stuff with you right there. Yep. I love yep. that. It's easy. It, uh, it makes things convenient because, you know, when you're ready to watch something, you're not, wanting to find the disc. You know what I mean? You don't want to have to go through all that. That's that's it's too much work. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh. This reminds me when you're sitting in front of the TV and you're literally five feet from the TV and you're you start looking around at each other and you, everybody's looking around the room and they're looking at each other. And then eventually about thirty seconds later somebody's like, Where the crap is the remote? Oh well, we're gonna be stuck on this channel. <laughs> and you tear the room apart. You're you're five feet away from the TV. It oh, was yeah. awesome. Actually, I think oh, we were more like two feet. Let's be honest. The days we have to get up and turn the dial, uh, <laughs> those days are gone. I know. <laughs> those were ab workout, workouts, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Speaking of health really quick, tell me what you're drinking. Water with vitamin shops, critical aminos. Mainly oh. mainly that, but then um, there's a, you know, a lot of coffee in that as well. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, wait, hold on. You're saying there's critical aminos. What does that mean? What what? I mean, I know what aminos are, like it's the amino acids, but what does that mean for us in water, et cetera? Typically, I get uh, 120 ounces of water. I try and do that every day, but water, after about 64 ounces, you start getting tired of the taste. Yeah. You could do Gatorade and all that stuff, but that stuff has a lot of sugar in it. So aminos are good because they give you good taste and they don't have all the extra like carbs and sugars and stuff like that in it. So you're getting your aminos, which which is good because it's it's all free form, right? So it's not it's not a protein where you have to break down the protein and get the aminos. It's free form aminos, so your body absorbs it the moment you get it. Nice. And it's it's good for stuff like uh, replenishing muscles after workout and all that kind of good stuff. It just keeps you know your vitals as as well as they can be. 
it tastes good. I mean, it helps you get to that 120 ounces of water. Nice. That, it's really hard to do that with just a plain taste of water. Yeah. <laughs> so, I know. I know. Yeah. I push between hundred and 150 ounces a day. Typically some days I'm not so good on it, but yeah, I'm like, okay, I gotta, I gotta move that over and like, here's my water, but I need tea to go with it. Non-caffeinated tea, right? Caffeinated tea, I think kind of counteracts that, but well, non-caffeinated a, tea will be usually okay. Yeah, it's a diuretic. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. Water, yeah. And then but you still get a lot of water from foods too. So yeah, sure. That. That's cool. All right. I'll have to look into that stuff too. Cause I'm curious, you know, some of the science behind that as well, but okay. Good to know, but no folds just for you. No, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, that's been so funny having uh, uh, captain influence and, you know, bad yeah, kitty captain talking about influence. their Maxwell house. Their oh yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. It's like, Oh no, no. It's like, that's a man's cut. Ca- no, no. Yeah, okay. I'll take, I'll take flat water over Folgers. <laughs> yeah, me too. Actually <laughs> I will. Cause Folgers makes me feel terrible. It's just bad coffee. It shouldn't even be yeah. called ca- coffee. Yeah, I guess it could be called like uh, dirt crystals. Yeah, I, yeah, you know, I like that dirt crystals. We just threw down now, so be expecting some some you know wrath. Well, I had another word for instead of dirt, but I'm not going to say that. Oh, it's a four letter word too. Yeah, yeah, crap. <laughs> <laughs> not exactly, but yeah, you no, know, I know I mean. what you're talking about. <laughs> oh my gosh, we we actually uh, we were going to start a radio station, you know, K R A P, all rap, all day. K-R-A-P-Y. My problem is, is I actually like rap, so it didn't work, but oh well. You like rap and I don't. You don't? No. Really? Yeah, I, I don't. I can't stand rap. Are you kidding? No, I'm not kidding. Oh, man. Yeah, that's like, uh, that's one of my more favorite genres is some, some, you know, good beats and a little bit of gangsta sound to it. You sure it's not country? I thought you loved country. Oh, no. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> you know, you wouldn't like me when I listen to country. Yeah, well, it's, it's yeah, I, I, I can't get one country. I'm sorry. I know some people do and that's cool, but yeah, yeah. no, I, I pretty much enjoy most genre genres, but uh, yeah, no, it's funny. In fact, I was just listening to, uh, well, you know, the little John, the alive song. Oh my gosh. Uh, it's so funny. Well, you know, I do like hip hop. I like part, I like certain types of hip hop. I just don't like the rap portion of hip hop. Uh, Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, totally. No, that's, it is right. different. Yeah. Sometimes it goes hand in hand, but it is totally a different style. It is different. Yeah. Yeah. And hip hop is fun too. I enjoy that as well. But some of the, some of the goods now, not all of it though. Some of it's very boring and, you know, very monotonous and stuff. And I'm not into that as much. I do enjoy the stuff that still has some flavor to it. And uh, I like more of that, like get in your face kind of power crunk yeah, gotcha. Southern. Yeah. Yeah. I could, I could. So I, if you, if you're going to go that route, I could do like the old, like old school, like bone thugs and harmony and stuff like that. Yeah. That kind of stuff I like a lot, but there's new stuff where these guys are singing. And you don't even know what they're saying. Like, it's like, dude, what are you talking about? Yeah. So no sense. to be fair, th- it's very interesting because I actually used to do a podcast that interviewed Christian rappers and most of those guys were former gangsters, like former true thugs from really bad areas of, of the U.S., and, you know, they got out of the gangs, they turned their life around and that's why they're rapping right now is trying to, you know, reach those that are still in those, uh, you know, those unfortunate areas trying to help them out and help them get out of the gangs too. I was actually, you know, interviewing a bunch of these guys talking to them and, and I, you know, it'd be fun to get some of those guys on the show because their stories will, wow, like it'll oh, change yeah. your life. It's, it's really hard to listen to, but also very inspirational because of where they're at now, for, you know, from where they were. But it's very interesting because they were talking about how a lot of the mainstream rappers are like, man, <laughs> these guys are all a bunch of wannabes. They don't even know they sing about, or they rap about it because that's what their, you know, their agents and their record labels are telling them to do, but none of them have ever been in the hood. Yeah. They're not part of that life. Yeah. So it's it. like, they don't, yeah. that's why it doesn't make any sense. But then you've got these guys over here and you're going, Oh man, they, they know what it's like. They've you been know what's there. funny about that? When you hear all those, like uh, those kind of wannabes. Yeah. I think I know the hood a lot more than they, because I grew up in it. Yeah. i'm like yeah you don't know it you're just talking it's not like that well most of these guys you know if you look back at like when they get started they're just a couple of nice you know a couple nice kids getting into in the rap scene you know trying to trying to fit in so which i get the fitting in right but then it's like yeah their image consultants come in and change them to look like these hardened thugs that never (laughs) never went there you know that doesn't sell you need to do this this is what sells and they all turn out to be the same kind of stuff which is actually very bad it is bad 
Yeah, doesn't help it's anything. Not, yeah, it doesn't help anything. Yeah. You know, and honestly, like if you if you listen to censored versions of most of these rap songs, there's not much lyrics left. Yeah, there's nothing to it. It's yeah, just music. It's just, <laughs> it's just a bunch of random words that rhyme, but they don't yeah. mean anything. There was a, it was really really funny because there was a song that somebody did, somewhat of a of a political statement. I kind of laugh at it because it's the way it's done is kind of funny, even though I don't think it was meant to be funny. Somebody did a bleeped out version of it, and literally ninety percent of the song is just the censor beep. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> it's so funny. Wow. Yeah, you're just like, wow, that's uh oh man, good times. Stuff that makes you laugh. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's uh, <laughs> amazing. Uh, well, and that's why I always loved Ludacris's, you know, move, beep, get out the way song. Oh yeah, yeah. The censoring of that song is so much more fun to listen to because they actually did some creativity with it. You know, it's like dog barks and whip cracks and screams and car horns. And it's really, really actually kind of interesting to hear all the stuff. And you're going, I don't even know what he's saying because half of it's bleeped. Right. But it makes it almost more comical. And I, I actually heard the original version. I'm like, this is kind of boring. <laughs> and it's kind of crude. <laughs> if you take ludicrous with that song that, you know, move, get out the way of with the beats yeah. versus like a DMX ludicrous is the kind of stuff I like DMX is the kind of stuff where it's like, ah, I'm good. I don't want to listen to this. This is terrible. I never got into him though. DMX. Yeah. He, I, he was never my favorite. He's foul. Yeah. Like he, uh, yeah. There are some very foul, unfortunately. And, and the thing is, is like, you can say all oh, language. No, no, no. It's, it's how they treat women and how they treat people. And it's like, that's exactly. just, that's not okay. Exactly. I'm not, I'm not comfortable with that. Yeah. Nobody should be. That that's one should I will put in there no matter what. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. We were chatting a little bit beforehand just about experiences that we've had that I kind of find interesting. It's interesting how it really goes hand in hand with, you know, the show always talking about how we lived. We love to nerd out here. You know, some of the shows I produce for and I'm going back to, you know, Daphne Scott, who's been on the show here and, and she just she seems we seem to be a little bit on a parallel. You know, mm. where it's like, I'll be doing some stuff and then she'll talk about something on an episode and I'm producing it and I'm going, oh my gosh, this is just what I was learning. It's so funny. So I really appreciate that. But, you know, I love the aspect of nerding out. And sometimes people will say, what does that even mean to nerd out? It really honestly comes down to what do you love to do that you get excited about? What makes you happy? You know, you're having fun. You're quote playing. Remember what it was like to play, yeah. to laugh, stuff like that. And it With doesn't no matter. Words. Exactly. Like, you know, whether you're a gamer or whether you're into sports or whether you're into Dungeons and Dragons or, or you know, into health or whatever. Right. It doesn't right. matter. You can nerd out over doing your nails, whatever you like doing. Totally. You know? Totally. Yeah. And so it's been very interesting when I explain that to people, they get they almost light up. It's actually really, really cool to see that. And then Daphne comes in and says in her show, you know, that here's how to essentially play at work. And she's teaching, you know, how to play at work. And I'm thinking, wait, what? I've never seen that. I mean, you hear about it like in the Googles and the Amazons and yeah, I've never experienced it. And then she's, she's talking about that. There is science that actually shows that when you quote play and laugh and have fun in the midst of a work environment that you actually will learn more and learn better for that matter. You're actually going to connect, you know, with your office culture far better. You're going to get more engaged. I mean, there's a lot of little things like that that are going to be, like significantly improved because you are playing, having fun, et cetera. I think and I see just, the same thing about video games too, right? Totally. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But, and you'll appreciate this one, right? I can't tell you how many times that I've heard from people, you know, Brian, you're, you're a little old for gaming. And that's when you say, Hey, um, I didn't ask you for that. Did I? <laughs> or I'm like, you're just jealous. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'll be the one to, to announce when I'm old enough for video game, when I'm too old for video games. Well, and that, does anybody ever right really now. get too old for any kind of game? I mean, you may not no. be into video gaming and that's totally fine, but gaming in general, who doesn't? I mean, seriously, I would actually love to know if somebody listening never plays a game of any kind ever. Doesn't matter. Board game, phone. Oh my gosh. How many games are on your phone? Uh, solitaire crazy. cards. Yeah. No. Uh, if you, never, ever, 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 ever play games of any kind. I would love to hear from you. You will be the first person I've ever met ever, (laughs) ever. Like I've never known anybody that doesn't play a game of some kind. Right. So for somebody to say you're too old for gaming, seriously, granted, I know they were referring to video games, but still it's like, really, you know, the proverbial you'll ask somebody how they're doing. And and granted there is such thing as 
like you're experiencing this Lord Thunder being the father of two daughters. You are in a very busy stage of life. And I hear this from bad kitty a lot as well, that it's just a crazy time. There's a, yep. a season of life that is very busy for certain people. And I understand that. But then what I'll hear beyond that, like that's normal, but I'll hear beyond that. The typical, oh my gosh, let me tell you how busy I am. This has been the worst day ever. Oh my gosh, this like a long week. Oh my gosh. You know, and they just go on and on and on. They proceed to tell you what they've done. And it's almost like you need to, you know, sign off on their badge of honor for, you know, the, the busiest person in the world kind of thing. Right. I get it. They're in this place. I've been there. I understand what it's like to be there. I don't like it and I don't choose to go there anymore because it's not healthy for me. I came to a place, especially, you know, when you start dealing with heart arrhythmias and, and you know, uh, heart palpitations, you start to step back a little and say, am I too stressed? And yes, the answer is yes, by the way. And so I start to say, you know, there's such thing as do what you got to do, right? So like one of the, the mantras I have is I need to get done what needs to get done today. And that's it. Anything else is optional, right? Yep. And I feel like we tend to put more emphasis on the optional than on the necessary. So then we're just constantly busy. But what needs to get done is I need to put food on the table. I need to take, take care of self-care, you know, take care of the family kind of thing. We have our basic, you know, responsibilities, put food in our stomachs, et cetera, you know, kind of needs, right? Right. Everything else really is optional. And yeah, the stuff that needs to happen every day is the important stuff taking care of your family. Yeah. You know, yeah. You have food in the house. You have, um, your kids have somewhere to, to call home, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Safe environment. You know, they're learning good things are happening. You know what I mean? And you know, nothing's perfect. Life sucks. Sometimes you deal with crappy things and, and you just got to kind of work through it as an entrepreneur. I, I'm sure other people feel this too, but as an entrepreneur, I've, I've always struggled with the, basically this, this pull, this pressure to work and just work, 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 work. Right. Because in most people's eyes as an entrepreneur, I am not a quote normal person. What I do is different during the time that I've, uh, you know, it's like I work, I get the actual, what needs to get done done. And then there's other times where I say, you know, I just feel like I should keep working. I can't enjoy myself right now because I feel pressured to keep working, which is very, very unhealthy. Right. Interestingly enough, recently I decided, you know what? There needs to be a balance to allow myself to play. I mean, we talk about it all the time on the show. Let's nerd out, you know, Let, what are we nerding out about? And it's giving myself permission to play, to laugh and to have fun. I got the responsibilities and the needs done. We're done. Why do I need yeah. to do anything else? I mean, I could, but I don't have to Yeah, have fun again, play again, laugh again, you know, get done what needs to get done, but then let it go. And I just, I'm not seeing that. I'm seeing people consistently getting busier and busier with things that in my opinion, based on what I've seen in life and everything is, is really, truly unnecessary. Yeah. It, it reminds me of that. What you normally say is like, you know what? It's good to eat healthy and all that kind of stuff, but you know what? Have that cookie. Yeah. You got to have the cookie. Yeah, exactly. You have to balance it. I mean, that's what it is, right? You can't work all the time and be happy. It just doesn't work that way. Yeah. You'll always be miserable. And okay. I've been there before too, just like you have. And let me tell you, when I started losing my hair, I knew it was time to change. <laughs> so, Interesting. Yeah. Got really bad, really fast. So due to stress and just, again, unnecessaries. Just stress. And it was working all the time, you know, having to drive up and down the 405 all day. All You know, it's just, it gets, it gets to the point where you're dealing with work and you're dealing with all the traffic and it just, it takes its toll yeah. really fast. Yeah. And then you have to ask like, what's the point? There is no point. Really? Like yeah. No yeah. point. You're just working to die basically at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. One foot in the grave, you know? Yep. Pretty much. And unfortunately there's the, the flip side of that where, and you hear about it and I know you've experienced this. You talked about this on, on recent episodes that you've been on with just people who don't even go there. You know, they, they play all the time and, or they maybe they maybe don't even play all the time, you know, but they're not responsible and they don't take initiative and, yeah, I mean, this goes back to the emotional intelligence thing versus the, you know, the IQ thing. And it's just like, I feel like there is a, there is a need in this world right now. And this is one of the reasons I'm so passionate about the idea of unleashing your superhero. Take Cobra Kai, for example, Sarah watched it. And at the end I said, see, like, who do you root for? And she goes, that's a really good question. And then she said, and then the next day she came back and she said, I realized who I was rooting for. And I was like, who? She goes, well, it wasn't who it was everyone. Everyone. And I'm like, what do you mean everyone? I said, wasn't everybody a villain? She goes, well, yes, in a way, but at the same time, she goes, 
each and every one of those people were presented at one time in the story over the 10 episodes as somebody that had potential. You wanted to root for them because they could have been the best of them. They right. could have unleashed their superhero. She was rooting for each and every one of those people to overcome that demon in their life, whatever that was, right? We've all got that, you know, and unleash their superhero and become the best them. And I was just like, that's really good. That, yeah. I mean, and that's really true. That's exactly. And that, I think that's what we want. I mean, you look back at like, why is the episode with Nicholas McCarthy here on the real Brian show still one of the most talked about episodes? Cause he overcame something and he's look at, look at where he's at now. Right. It's amazing. Yep. We yep. want that. We, we want to experience it. We want to be inspired by it. That is the unleashing of the superhero. It's that simple. And it's like each and every one of us wants to do that in our life. We want to overcome whatever that is. And you know, there's a multiple things that are holding us back. If you want to call it that, I mean, keep it as simple as that. My phone holds me back from engaging with somebody in front of me. I mean, that's simple, right? Or it could be extremely intense and deep and powerful. You know, there's a lot of different things in there, but I look at that. We all want to root for the person to overcome whatever that is to not yeah, be the yeah. wimp, you know, to not be and selfish. Most, exactly. And most of the time it's, it's you standing in your way, right? Usually. Yeah. Yeah. Usually you're your own roadblock. Yeah. You know, people are, are kind of wimpy right now. <laughs> you know, you're just, yeah. I mean, to, to put it nicely, you're being nice yeah. as uh, Johnny Lawrence and Cobra Kai says, what a bunch of pussies, you know, I, I agree. you know, somebody comes into a job and, oh, there's some times, you know, that I don't like, and there's some jobs that I just, I, I don't like doing that. And so <laughs> I'm going to quit, dude. You know what? I love my work. And let me tell you that there are days that I hate my work, but that is the way it goes. That is life. That is work. You're not going to get away from sucky times sometimes. And the only reason I hate my work is usually because of my own attitude. Yeah. Maybe the client gives me something that I didn't want to do, but it's my attitude, whether I choose to enjoy it or not, whether I choose to accept it or not, dude, if I just say I quit, well, dude, I just lost out on some amazing work because what I do 90% of the time is amazing. But then you'll be doing that. That's the thing that I see, especially in sales. Like the people that do that end up doing that over and over and over again. And you'll yeah. see them the following year and they've had 30 jobs. Yeah, I know. I was, yeah. I was starting to think about like with the, the heart palpitations and other things like that. It's like there's I have two choices when those things happen. I quit. This is my lot in life. I quit. I'll just sit around. I'm not going to try to push myself. I'm going to take the wimpy way out, the, the weak way out. And oh, well, people choose that. I could choose that. Or the other choice is, okay, I'm going to be smart about this. I'm not going to go and put myself into a, a, you know, a health risk, but I'm going to keep moving. I'm going to keep getting stronger and stronger little by little, not going to push myself to a, a bad thing. And I'm not going to give up until I find an answer. When somebody says, if we come to you and say, change your lifestyle, are you willing to do it? You know, the answer is yes. Yes, of course. I need to try. I mean, maybe I'm not going to be perfect and I may mess up, but I got to try. And if I don't try, then I've given, you know what I'm saying? Like there's two choices there. So we've got attitude. We can choose these things, you know, things do suck. I mean, I could speak about things that have sucked in my life and it would be a very depressing episode. I won't do that, but it's how you overcome it. Yeah, I think we all can. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Well, you've been an inspiration to me as well. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. And I can say the same for you too. Thank you. Yeah. It's, uh, it's been two years now that I've known you. At least. I think two Maybe years. Longer. Yeah. Actually, it's been a few. Well, two years since we met, but three years, I think. Wow. It goes by fast. <laughs> Time flies. It's <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Well, I appreciate this. Thanks for, thanks for chatting. So I guess to, to wrap this all up, you know, the reason we nerd out is to remind us Let's have fun. Let's laugh. Let's quote play again. You know, enjoy it. I'm giving you permission to do that. Enjoy it. Have fun. But then, yes, we really you do want to become the best you. I mean, who doesn't really? I think maybe the person that doesn't is a psycho loco. We'll and that's not us. Call him that. No, no, no. Or the suck of all sucks. I guess that's the other thing. Too. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want the, we don't want to become that. No, no, no. That so. was awesome, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so unleash your superhero, you know, and, and, and we're always a work in progress. So, you know, just just keep overcoming. Yep. Let us help. Take it one day at a time and, and take it the best way you can. Yeah. Dude, do you want to know what I just heard outside the window right now? What's that? Thunder. Yes. That's right. Lord yeah. Thunder That's is right. coming. <laughs> <laughs> Lord Thunder is here. Oh, there you go. I, I love storms, man. Thanks for being on the show, dude. This has been a lot of fun having you back. Yeah, no problem. It's good to be back. Um, and hopefully we can do this more often. Not another six months from now. <laughs>
Wait, I thought you were saying you'd like to do this monthly. I will like to do this monthly if you will let me do it monthly. Um, how about yes? I'm there. All right, know. let's do it. This will be fun. You awesome. know, what, you know what the music means. Let's wrap it up. Let's kick it out. But dude, thanks for bringing the thunder today. Hey, thanks for having me again. Yeah, I appreciate that. Well, we'll do it uh, again, but um, we'll do it again soon. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, just let me know. Um, every month, uh, I want to do this. I love it. All right, yep. well, go to realbryanshow.com as always. Give Emily some love. Thanks for joining us this week. And The Real Brian Show is signing off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.